Welcome to Reach Your Peak Podcast with your host Bobby Inright. And Jared O'Sullivan. On today's episode, we are going to uh, go through a podcast. We're going to something that our, our listeners have been asking for. Um, where to start when it comes to weight loss? Yeah, so um, people be very interested in this and it's always the number one asked question. So we're going to go through things that will cover the concept of successful weight loss more importantly. Um, so we're just going to go through stuff that we feel is relevant um, and we're going to go through... Um, kind of processes that we apply with our clients that people can use and take away and apply to their own lives. I suppose where we'd start really with somebody is we're just kind of trying to find out where their mindset is at, at this particular moment. If they come to us as coaches, the first thing we need to figure out is, okay, where what is this person thinking? Are they thinking, okay, I want to lose X amount of weight in four to six weeks? Or is there something in their life coming up like a wedding or some event that they want to get fit and they want to lose a bit of weight for? Or is it just something that they really want to do all their life and struggled? So that mindset will kind of dictate to us what, what they're thinking and what where we can start to uh, put interventions and basically give us a starting point and where we're going to start with that person. Yeah, and like some, someone's background and someone's previous history when it comes to weight loss here is going to be, is going to be crucial because... Um, a lot of people come to us and they would have tried. Uh, unfortunately, everyone has gone through it where they want they want a quick fix. So someone will nearly have always have tried uh, like a, a fad or a quick fix or something that promises instant results. And usually they would have failed with this method. And people tend to do this a couple of times. And this constant failure when it comes to weight loss has kind of ingrained this poor self, self-belief system when it comes to losing weight. So they, when they come to us, it's like, they, they already don't really believe that they're going to achieve the results or keep them. And we kind of have to build that confidence up and we have to start from there. So um, kind of finding out where someone has come from and what they've done previously is going to be massive when it comes to selecting your approach now to start off. Absolutely. And we can look, we, we would start to dig a little bit deeper then. Obviously, we have to set that support network and that's going to be our job at the start is to kind of keep reinforcing, okay, we can achieve this and then kind of map out where we're going to go. We might look into a person's, obviously, we look into a person's nutrition. We'll take a look at calories. Uh, we look at, I give a rough guesstimation where the person is currently at in terms of their calorie consumption per day. And then from there, we, we would start to educate the client on, okay, this is what you're currently doing within your nutrition. Um, and these are a few modifications we can do um, to improve the picture straight away. And again, it's the little steps at the start because you want to reinforce um, positive mindset all the time. We want to take small chunks at the start. And that's really, really important when it comes to somebody trying to start to lose weight. Take it step by step. So we start to build the jigsaw slowly. Yeah, and with that step by step, then we have to have this moment where we have to be very realistic with everything coming from time frames and what's achievable. So the majority of people have a very unrealistic time frame of of uh, how long weight loss and fat loss will actually take. Um, so to, to make it quite simple, if you've developed years and years and years of bad habits and you haven't gained weight or, or got out of shape um, over, a, over a couple of weeks, um, it's taken you a long time and you've you've effectively um, just trashed your body over years and it's going to take a lot more than six weeks to, to undo this. So with your food habits, your lifestyle habits, e- even kind of your mindset around the way you shop and, and everything everything you do on a day-to-day basis, basis, you've programmed yourself to be like that and you're not going to just instantly change that. And when it comes to kind of weight loss and coming from a poor dietary system and habit you've had, um, you're going to have all the issues with there's going to be metabolic issues, digestion issues, stress issues, 
even food relationship issues when it comes to food choices and making some compromises and sacrifices with food, you don't have uh, any of that kind of ability you need to get great results at the start. So oh, we always have the first phase when people come in is just addressing the, the kind of physical health and mental health when it comes to people um, achieving weight loss. So we need to assess your digestion, your sleep, your health markers, and we need to assess the, the relationship you have with food. And we need to kind of build up from basics and build a good foundation when it comes to that. And and the most important thing there as well is that when we talk about all this with a client, we start to look at education. So it's not education on our side, it's education on the client side. Where are they coming from in terms of their understanding of, uh, again, we break it down, nutrition, lifestyle um and what that would entail do they understand from a nutrition standpoint what calories are what energy balance is no we don't have to go too technical at the start but what you're trying to do is just get somebody to paint a little picture in their mind of okay this is about energy energy coming in versus energy going out and then obviously from there we would educate the clients on uh food choices and what carbohydrates would be what proteins are and what fats are and talk about nutrients and all that kind of stuff is going to slowly empower the client as we move forward because they're starting to learn and again i keep using the analogy of a little jigsaw we just pull little bits we know sometimes we take a little bigger chunk sometimes we take a smaller chunk it's 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 again talking to the client and that open communication pathway is so important now when we look to somebody coming in we also take a very very big lick a look sorry at the the bigger picture the lifestyle uh where are they coming from what's their current lifestyle what do they work at have they kids have they not kids are they married they're not married uh are they a highly stressed person and you can tell this a lot of the time from just literally sitting down with somebody from their mannerisms um from their gestures that they make from the answers they give us so we have certain questions that would kind of pinpoint us in the direction of what's this person like outside of the office here um, so that's going to be a big player for us to where to start with the person. Do we take that little bit of a jigsaw and put it together first? Do we take a little bigger chunk? Maybe that person is highly motivated, is in a good mindset, maybe just struggles with eating habits. Let's work strongly on that at the start. They might be in a good mindset to train. So it's the lifestyle that's going to be the, the, the background story that's going to set our plan for us initially as well. And that's a huge factor. Yeah, like that's a big point there is you, you have to acknowledge where you are right now. Like in, we, we, we see it often where people come in and they might be in their mid 40s and 50s. They now have two to three kids. Um, they might be self-employed or they work very long work hours um, and, and they're looking to, to do things that they might have done 20 years ago when they were more, uh, financially secure, had no children or family to worry about. And there was a lot less stress. And we, we just kind of have to, to, to re-explain to people like what it's going to take. And the kind of a, the speed and the efficiency of your results will be determined by your lifestyle and how much time you can give. So in an example, to put that into context, if you're, uh, if you're a family person, you have, uh, you have family things every weekend, you have a busy job, you work 40 to 50 hours a week, you have financial stress, uh, stress with your house, stress at work, um, stress with maintaining relationships with any friends you still have, you're not going to have that amount of time to train five, six hours a week and meal prep every single meal and, and not go to any social events. It's not going to be something you're willing to do. So you might have to opt for the slower, more maintainable, long-term approach as opposed to someone who has no responsibilities. They might work a nine-to-five. Um, everything is, is quite easy in their lifestyle. They have no external stress outside of work. And they can just give a lot of time and devotion to their training. 
um, a person in that context is going to find it a lot easier to, to do what it takes to get a faster result. It doesn't mean both people can't get to the same endpoint. It just means that one person's might take a little longer and it might take a little more planning to get there. And that's a huge thing on our part as coaches that we are going to paint that picture. We're going to dig a little bit deeper into the lifestyle, the home life, the work life. And then we we can, a, 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 again, educate the client and say, look, this is the reason we're taking this approach. So as we go along the journey, it's very important that the client fully understands what we're doing and why we're implementing certain things. Like you were saying, Jared, are we going to take that suddenly? The person wants to lose weight and they want to lose within six weeks. But like you said, they're working all hours and all hours of the day. They've got kids to look after. They have a very, very stressful work and life balance. They're not in a place to train to the level they need to be to get where they want in that short period of time. So you would choose a longer route and you would say to the person, this is the reason we do this and you're going to be hugely successful and this is the plan along the way. So that's going to be a huge thing. And again, we use the word compromise. When you when you have any goal in life, there is going to be compromises. And once they're mapped out at the start and a person is willing to accept them, then you're going to start on the right foot. Something's not just going to crop up and the person's not going to be able to handle it or not going to be able to implement it in their life. It has to be explained at the start. So and to be out there with a weight loss goal, make sure you're hearing these steps from your coaches. Um, and this is before we ever talk about calories and food choices and training. This is all previous. This is all the building blocks before we ever start. And I suppose that brings us on to when we talk about nutrition with the client, we try to educate them on, on food choices and we start to move into that realm. Food relationships is going to be a huge thing there. Is what is your relationship with food? Are you a person that is constantly thinking about food, your next meal? Are you a person that, uh, quote unquote, is uh, has a big appetite? Um, and that could be stemming from something. I was just talking to a client the last day and we dug a little bit deeper into food relationship um, and what we kind of figured out between us that, this person used to eat at their mom's house and eat at their grandmom's house at the same time. So they were eating two dinners a day at a very young age and eating again, coming from a background of, um, I think it was a farming they were doing. So, you know, big plate of potatoes in the middle of the table, loads of meat, loads of veg, loads of good food, but the quantities were huge. So, I mean, that stemmed from the childhood and that carried all the way through that person's life. So food relationship there, when you talk about big appetite, that's something that as a coach, we need to take into account and we need to work on that and how we can make that better for that person and start changing their mindset towards food in terms of food is for fuel, food is for performance. This is why I should eat at this certain time or this is why I should eat this meal and this is why I should have this within my plate and understanding portion control and again the person has that big appetite the compromise there is you might have to just step away from the table at times and say listen I've enough I've done I've eaten what I have uh, on my um, plan and I have to just step away and you might think you're hungry and stuff but that's the compromise you need to make at that particular time and thinking on that on, on the whole food relationship side I think it's it's this black and white uh, thinking people have with food and, and, and so many people think this way it's it's kind of this good versus bad mentality or like they, they don't eat certain things because it's not clean or they eat certain foods because they think it's so-called healthy and that it has some form of, of fat burning um, properties. But when it, when it comes to food and we bring people in and we, we make them understand calorie balance and, and nutrient quality foods, it gives them this uh, control that they have knowing that they can theoretically eat whatever they want. They just know everything has pros and cons and things need to be fitted in and sometimes it's going to be time to knuckle down and be disciplined with your food and everything is going to be give and take and 
like not not to bash any dieting methods, but when you have associations with food where they're based off points or scoring, um, or there's like negative words attached to foods to make you uh, avoid eating them, you will then develop a negative relationship towards that food, and you will avoid eating it. So, for example, let's say you have uh, peanut butter or dark chocolate, which uh, is a source of fat. Yes, it is higher in calories, but it is it is a nice tasting food that people may enjoy. But if you attach uh, high sins or points or something towards this food, it's going to make you avoid eating it and you are going to have a negative view towards that food. But when you understand calorie balance, you can you can eat whatever you want. You could eat the peanut butter and jack chocolate and include it in moderation and still lose weight. And I think it's just having that understanding and the education, again, the word we always come back to, of what's in food, um, calories versus in versus calories out, and just developing over time that good food relationship um, and understanding um, that really it, it, it's it's an open book when with your food choices and you can fit in a lot of the stuff that you like if you just know how to do it. Absolutely. And just when you went on labeling foods there and, and, and putting stuff as sins and bad and this and that is where the whole thing reward has been created, where people will reward themselves come Friday. It's Friday night. I reward myself for a great week, tap on the back. So I'll eat 2000 calories worth of pizza um, and then I'll get back on track tomorrow or the bad food relationship the person loses a little bit of control and that runs into saturday as well and then they're, they've got a two-day um over calorie eating binge and that's that, that that reward center that kind of wording and labeling that they're putting towards foods um is not a good thing and that's driven again by media and by certain companies and stuff and it's not a good way to look at food at all food is a source it's, it's a source of energy um there shouldn't be anything labeled as bad foods everything can be eaten in moderation it's all about balance and understanding energy balance energy coming in versus energy going out and when it comes to training then obviously we're going to look at a person's relationship towards training we get a lot of people that come in here and they've done a lot of cardiovascular work um i don't want to touch weights i want to be bulky i don't want to be bulky and all this kind of stuff again labeling um which can be a negative uh, mindset and a negative um negative towards lifting weights for instance and again from our side then we start to educate the client on the benefits of resistance training and building lean tissue in the body and driving metabolism um if you look at somebody that has a little bit more toned or a little bit more muscle mass say for guys a little bit more muscle mass their body is like a turning the fuel source of their body. Their bodies be able to fuel calories a lot better than somebody that's going around and they're a little bit overweight and have no muscle mass early. So building lean tissue and lifting some weights and doing some cardio, we would educate the person on the benefits of doing both. Um, and that's really, really important. And then when you look at the person's background, you'd see where they're coming from. How many times a week have they trained before? Have they ever trained before? We had somebody last week that came to the gym in their um mid 40s and had never been in the gym in their entire life so that's a perfect time where we take that person step by step very slow through the process of coming in doing some resistance training explaining to him about cardiovascular training and at the start for that person it was just getting their step count up nothing major nothing too hard on them just building them up slowly over the next few weeks and then we can start to ramp it up a little bit and like i said with the jigsaw pulling little bigger pieces but again the education is key for that person they're very new they don't understand about the gym they've never it's very alien to them so it's really important to you you get to know the client really really well and like i said if anybody's listening that wants to lose weight you have to make sure you have a coach just doing all these things this is not rocket science what we're doing it's basically good professional coaching um and educating clients and that's what we're, what we're here for every day yeah and a good point there is it's not rocket science that the stuff that we do here that gets people results it's it's not anything new we don't have any secrets there's no magic pill when it comes to this stuff um 
any new trend or dieting method that anyone uses, like all these programs that do attach negative words to, to food, it's, they're all just methods of putting someone in a calorie deficit. They don't, they don't have any special program that's better than another one. They just put you in a calorie deficit without you realizing you're doing it. Um, it's, it's the same things will always apply that when it comes to training, you, you need to be aerobically fit. You need to get strong to have muscle mass to have that, uh, built kind of tone look you want. And if you want to lose weight, you have to be in a calorie deficit. Uh, and prioritizing nutrient dense food is a good idea because, um, we both, we know food both has a caloric impact, but it also has a metabolic impact. So a calorie impact is just your, your weight gain and weight loss and metabolic impact is all the stuff that impacts such as uh, hormones and, uh, and neurotransmitters within your brain and, um, all that other stuff. So with the training as well, just like with food, you would also have your training relationship. So if we kind of have, if we would see people who come in and they've, they've kind of used training in the past as a means of punishment. So if they do have kind of a food issue, they may also have a training issue with it. We'll see it often where someone would uh, have a Friday or Saturday as a treat day or cheat day and they would overeat and then they would do um, an hour or two of training the next day just to burn that food off um, in their own mind, which again is not how things work. And um, we, we, we need to kind of improve the food relationship, but also ensuring that you're training for the right reasons and it's not out of punishment. Um, because again, when it comes to training, just like food, it has to be able to be sustained long term. And the number one factor that's going to keep it sustainable for you is if you enjoy what you're doing. Absolutely. Coming to the gym is like we've we've said this previously on videos and, and, and we might have mentioned in a podcast is that going to the gym is, a, is so much more than sets, reps, weights, cardio. It's 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 an environment that should be safe for people. It should be an empowering environment. It should be an environment that they feel that they are they're they're motivated by their the people around them. They're motivated by their coaches. And you're trying to 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 teach and coach good practices within training. Once a person comes in and they're say doing weight training, for instance, and they fully understand why you've chosen these four to five exercises for that particular person, and they feel the exercises and they go away from that session and you give the client a little bit of feedback after the session, say you did really well there today. You're you, we're constantly doing that. Um just giving the, the the client a little bit of feedback saying that was a really good session. Your movement quality was really good today. Um you you you, you some days they might lack a bit of energy and you'd you, you talk to the clients about that and just say listen you're a little bit off today energy wise just don't look the same or you're talking the same or just in certain gestures again that's what the environment of the the gym and being being coached by by somebody a professional in the gym um should be huge a huge thing that the person is trying to lose weight should take on board and definitely take advantage of um so once you have, like I said, it goes back to this jigsaw thing again. It's all the building process of, of of where we need to get that client to reach their goal. And along the way, it'll all revert back to their mindset because you have to kind of keep an eye on it. Imagine that's the little devil on your shoulder that's going to be there all the time that you have to keep an eye on and make sure that isn't creeping in. Uh, we want to constantly reinforce all the changes that we're doing. And then we want to make sure uh, we, we we do these little checks along the way and make sure the person is on track and if they do fall off remember as a coach to be a very very good coach it's how you handle that and how you talk to the person so when you do fall off track which it will happen remember the goals we would speak about you want to be over a longer period of time um, when when something happens and you just like, a little bump on the road it's how the coach is going to deal with it with you and then how mentally you're going to deal with that and i think if we prepare that from the start and explain it and, and kind of map it out that there will be roadblocks here and we will come around them we'll work together um it's not the end of the world uh we, we just we just pick ourselves up and move forward again 
Yeah, and it's like it's very much better to be uh, consistently good than inconsistently perfect. So there's no point in being perfect every second week. You're much better off to just aim to be good and be consistent all the time. Um, and it's just a much better approach. And again, when it comes to falling on and off track, I think we always preach to people is you need to be fully honest and transparent. And especially if you do have a coach, you need to be fully transparent. And I suppose it's it's kind of an old school stereotypical thing where uh, clients are nearly afraid to tell their coach out of fear of doing two or three thousand burpees as a punishment and hopefully we're, we're hoping anyway that those days are long over and it's it's you it's not it's 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 very much our job to help people when they're struggling it's it's very easy for us when people are flying it and they're doing well but like we we are not living when they're struggling because we are not living out helping people and it's those moments where you need that hand that we we can apply our, our trade and we can help you as as best as we can and i think that's that's something most people can benefit from from um, it's just being transparent but with your coach and with yourself when it comes to these things and I think um, I, I think our, our clients would agree hopefully that um, our relationship is not just inside in the gym lifting weights um, we're not just the dictators we would actually have a very good relationship with all our clients in terms of we would speak on a level with the clients that we would we would we would listen to them and that's really really important I think as any coach up and coming please develop the skill of listening listen to what the client is saying to you if somebody is saying something about maybe home life if somebody is saying something about work life it might be just a passing comment you need to have always your ears open within that session yes we're concentrating on what we have to do within that session but also you're giving a service to the client and you're you're going to be kind of mediator you're going to be the one that's going to be stepping in and making these interventions so the most important thing for successful weight losses for anybody is if they have a coach or the coach is listening, um, when you come across these little roadblocks, you might just mention something within a session. It might just trigger something with the coach and say, hold on, I just need to kind of put my finger on that now before that goes out of control. Um, and, 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 and again, I think once the relationship is more open and honest, then you're going to have to plan out. Like we had, we had many clients that would tell us, okay, we have an event coming up. They're not afraid to tell us that they're going out on a Saturday night and having a few drinks and maybe a dinner out. They will tell us openly a week or two or before that, and then we plan for that, and there's no problem. And that's the kind of relationship you, relationship you should have with your coach. And like you said, the old days of the burpees, um, if there is coaches in the Stone Ages, they need to maybe move forward a little bit. And this is the, 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 the way we need to go now because the world is changing. And even somebody today was commenting on how we're always educating ourselves and why why is it constant and upskilling in this, in this industry? It's because it's ever-changing. The science never changes. There's miraculous differences coming out. Like we say, we're not doing nothing. Uh, we're not doing rocket science here. But the, the, it's evolving. This industry is evolving all the time and the coaches are evolving with it. People are changing. We're now in the world of social media. We're now in the world that we can have everything at our fingertips. It's so, so different from where our grandmothers and grandfathers came from. Um, so we have to move with the times and we have to educate ourselves as coaches so we can make sure when we come across these problems with clients, because we could have somebody that could be uh, have a body imaging issue from social media. That's a very, very last five years kind of thing um, where you see people wanting to step on stage because they've seen their friend do it or they've seen somebody on social media. They've been following and they think, oh, I can do that. I've watched them. They look perfect every day. They only train three or four times a week and they jump on stage. So it's an ever evolving world, the health and fitness. And that's why as coaches, that's why we're constantly moving forward and listening to our clients and taking on board what they say. If they're talking about their kids, it's, 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 you know, it's, it's empowering for us too to listen that they, we, they feel they can be so open with us because we are obviously 
going to listen and we're going to give a better service. And when it comes to weight loss, which is the title of the podcast, we're going to be more successful at the end of the day. Yeah, and I think uh, with us as well on the education, it's it's uh, our label is, is a fitness professional. And again, we here, we're, we're trying to make the word professional stand out again because as we mentioned there, the coaches that make you do the burpees until you get sick and punish you um, because, because you've kind of fallen off track. We're kind of coming away from that and kind of just um, remove that stigma when it comes to getting a coach. Um, a coach is very much a health professional. They have to they have to understand so many different things when it comes from biomechanics to nutrition to uh, people's psychology to eating behaviors. Uh, and we can very much impact people's lives in, in in a very very positive manner. And we take very good pride in what we do. And again, we're just always trying to ensure that the standard um, the standard we that we deliver to people is something that we would. Uh, we would hope if we got help as well, that would be delivered to us. Absolutely. And I, and, I, and I hope this podcast was insightful, guys, to anybody out there that's trying to lose weight, currently losing weight. Um, maybe they might look at their bigger picture and see, am I getting the service that we've just spoke about, all these steps that we look at? Um, if not, it's something maybe uh, you're the one that has the goal, you're the one that has the power in your hands. You need to take responsibility for that. Um, are you compromising on the sides of things that we spoke about lifestyle wise are you maybe stepping over the line a bit too much and then you're wondering why you're not getting to where you need to be so i hope that was insightful and, and anybody listening to take on board what we're seeing this is what we do as coaches this is why people are successful because they have people like us behind them and obviously the people are successful because at the end of the day it's consistency the person that's successful has been consistent and adherent we're not saying 100 percent all the time but consistency over time will get you results and that's a really really important thing yeah and like the, there there is no such thing as an overnight success and it's the same with weight loss or career or anything you want to achieve in life it, it very much takes hard work over time um and i would just say anyone going into the gym uh for a first time or someone who's sick and not getting results um take pride in your health and take pride in getting a coach um and just give it your all at the start and Give it the time it needs and you'll save yourself so much effort and, and heartache in the long run. Brilliant, guys. Um, I hope that was insightful. And thanks for listening to Reach Your Peak podcast. Um, we, uh, we've we really enjoyed um, making this podcast, actually, because it's something that both myself and Jared are really passionate about is helping people. And, 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 and I hope this kind of gives you an insight into our mindset towards when we help people and what we're thinking and what we're trying to achieve. Yeah, no, I know. Again, we deal with this on a day to day basis and. Again, we just like to make it as simple as we can for people. It doesn't have to be too, too difficult. Um, but one thing we would say is just do go get the right help at the start and just put the time and investment in um, and you'll save yourself so much in the long run. So I'll leave you with a quotation, invest in yourself. That's really, really important, guys. And I hope you take on board that, invest in yourself. Okay, thanks for listening to Reach Your Peak podcast. Uh, we'll be back with you next week on another topic. Um, and I hope you have a great weekend. Uh, thanks, guys. See you all next week. Uh-huh.